which one do I want to do first? I think I'm going to do the, um, you know, let me say something. <clears throat> I've already, I've already shared that. I'm, it, when the presidential debates become a thing, uh, when they, when they take place, I think the first one is September 29th, I believe. Fact check me on that. Um, but I, I'm not going to watch. I, I've, I've already shared that because Biden, when, when you don't have, here's the thing. People praise, you know, Biden's speeches like, oh man, yeah, he got through speeches. Like that's the, st- is that how low the standard is now? Let me say this. I was shocked that Joe Biden actually got through a speech without, you know, really fumbling. You know, I, I applauded him for that. Because there's been there's been moments during his campaign where he ha- where he has a he's using teleprompters <clears throat> and he still messes up. So um, he made he made it through, but um, now there's not going to be any cue cards. No cue cards. There's going to just be <sighs> there's just going to be. Uh, you know, battle of the brains, battle of the brains, battle of the mouths, battle of, you know, glibness. <clears throat> and Joe Biden is not glib. He's not. And so, um, Nancy Pelosi, with her dentured self, uh, says that Biden should not debate Trump. Okay. CNN, well, let me say this. Brian Stelter made a very dumb comment earlier. And he said that um, the idea for um, no debates is coming from conservatives. And I'm like, what? Okay, Okay, first of all, no. See, here's the thing. A lot, here's the thing. Let me say this. A lot of conservatives are actually looking forward to the debates. Why? Because, well, we already, we already know how Trump debates. We already know he's going to be cutting Joe off. We know he's going to be saying, not true, I didn't do that, I didn't say that. All those things. We are looking forward to the debates to see, you know, is, is Joe Bi- can Joe Biden stay lucid and not, you know, have nothing to read off of? Can he actually focus and talk about what he's supposed to talk about and stick to his points and, you know, you know, debunk, you know, Trump's points. That, that, so we're looking forward to it. But Brian Stelter, nope. Uh, no, he, 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 he called it a mostly right wing media idea for, uh, Joe Biden not, uh, not debating President Trump. That's not true. Okay. But good old Nancy Pelosi suggested Thursday that Joe Biden should not debate Donald Trump. She said, I don't think that there should be any debates. <clears throat> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't legitimize the conversation with him, nor debate in terms of the presidency of the United States. Now, I know that the Biden campaign thinks in a different way about this. Um, let me say this. Presidential debates have been a thing since 1960. So we are now coming up on 60 years of presidential debates. It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of, 
you know, points made and ideas thrown out there. It's a whole bunch of that. But now, all of a sudden, just like magic, you know what? Let's not have a let's not have a debate. Why? Well, and let me say this: I know, I know, you know, liberals who are, who don't want to debate, and they've, you know, some of my audience have, you know, I've asked some of them, and I I kind of sent out uh, an email blast to my to my. Uh, uh, liberal listeners, and I said, I said, let me ask you guys something. I said, I said, how do you guys, are you guys looking forward to a debate? I said, you know, do you guys, you know, are you, you know, how do you think Joe's going to do? How do you think Trump's going to do? Like, are you guys, you know, do you guys actually want a debate? And t- about ten of them got back to me and emailed me back, and they said, pretty much, pretty much, it was a consensus of no. And they said, want, well, a few said, well, we don't, you know, we're not really looking forward to the debate because it's not going to change my, our mind. But the other ones were saying, um, yeah, no, we don't, we don't, we don't think Joe Biden's going to be, you know, lucid. We don't want, we don't want, you know, Biden and Trump next to each other and they're talking and Biden just starts bumbling his head off. That was pretty much the consensus. And so those are just my listeners, but I've also been, you know, the listeners that got back to me on that. Um, you know, my conservative my conservative listeners have already told me, yeah, you know, you know, they're not going to be watching the debate either. Or that they're, or it's, it's either they're not going to be watching it or they're really looking forward to it. Um, but, you know, I, I talk to people, man. I talk to, I talk to all types of people. And, you know, they're, they're just they're not really feeling that Joe Biden's going to do well. They think that most people think that there should be a debate. And remember, it's not a it's not a constitutional thing. It's just kind of it's one of those things that we just do and we we expect it. Um, they're just kind of it's it's like they're an intrinsic part of the of you know the election. That's how, that's how probably how I would describe it. But you know. I, I just, I, I don't, let me say this, if there, well, before I say that, um, people have already made up their mind, P- people have already, you know, they already know who they're going to vote for, the, the, I would say the vast majority of people already know who they're going to vote for, they're not going to, you know, they may watch the debates, but it's not going to change their mind. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch, you know, I'm going to watch, I'm going to, you know, I may watch clips from the debate. I'm probably not going to watch the whole thing, but even if I did watch the whole thing or I didn't watch it, regardless of that, I'm going to vote for Trump. I've already, I, you know, I have, I have no problem in saying that. We are, I, I already know how I feel about Trump. I know how I feel about Biden. And that's how, mo- that's how most Americans who are going to vote already are. They already have their minds made up. They do. I mean, and you know, it, it's just—it's just not going to be—it's just not going to be one of those things that people are really going to be looking into. I mean, the last—I think the last—the last debate. Um, shoot, 
I think I think a record was broken in the with the 2016 um, debates. I think. I think it was, I think it was on like like eighty like eighty million. I want to say, but it was you know it was a big number. Um. But yeah, man, I just. It's so, it's so, it's so sad now because the, the Biden campaign, yeah, they did, they did that interview on, on ABC. Yeah, Biden spoke at the DNC for 25 minutes and did a, you know, a reasonable job of actually getting through his thing, um, without, you know, having, you know, just complete and total brain farts. Um, but the left is still trying to hide him. He's, I mean, they know Joe is just, he's, he's just not the guy. So that's, that's kind of what they're looking at. Now, here's, here's the question. Between, between Trump and Biden, who is going to be, you know, how are, because I talked about this last time, or on a recent episode. But if you take if you take Trump and Biden, and you look at the voters who hate both of them, how do those voters vote? Because last election, when you when you looked at that, um, when you looked at that category of voters who hated Trump and uh, Clinton, they mostly voted for uh, Trump, and I think that mostly had to do with the fact that okay, well, Trump's never been in office. He's a businessman, um, and Hillary's been in politics way too long. So we know how she is, and we know that, well, we don't really like her, and she doesn't really stand for anything. So I think that's why um, Trump won. They don't, they don't like his personality, but they're like, okay, well, you're, you're a new face. You're a new face. You're someone else. And I think that's one thing that Joe Biden has going against him. Um, Joe Biden, he has been in politics, gosh, 30, like 30 plus years. No, it's gotta be more than that. Yeah. Like more, he's been, he's been in politics for more than 30 years. He's been doing this for a long time. You know, I always try to say, Hey, you know, keep your political career short. I don't think people should really be in politics for more than 10 years, man. It's exhausting, hard, difficult um, work. It, it, it really just is. I, I don't recommend it for, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I couldn't do it. But I think a huge question is, can Joe Biden indeed stay lucid? And I I don't think he can. I just don't. I, I I look at him. I watch him. And I'm I'm just like you know. And again, let me let me say this again. It's not that he's old. It's not that he's an old guy. My biggest problem with Joe Biden is that he is an old guy, with, you know, a long political career. But aside from that, the man has had two brain aneurysms. Mentally, he's not there. Um, I can't think. Of, I can't think of the doctor's name. 
Um, but the one, the one who came out and he worked for Obama and Trump, he was the medical, he was the chief medical, uh, doctor. And he pretty much said, you know, Trump worked 16 hour days, 16 hours. A lot of people have trouble just working eight. Trump has insane work ethic. And that's not just because of the presidency, but, you know, just his businesses overall. Yeah, he's been bankrupt, you know, multiple times, but he, he, the man is a billionaire. He is a billionaire. You can't take that from him. And you don't become a billionaire by being lazy and being stupid. Okay. But you look at Joe Biden and it's like, you know, and again, this is before my time, but Ronald Reagan in his second term, he just wasn't, he just wasn't quite Reagan. He wasn't working as long, as hard. He was working, sh- you know, shorter days. His mind just wasn't quite there. And even Republicans were like, ah, oh, man, Reagan, come on now. That mental, he just mentally he wasn't there. And so take Joe Biden. Like, do you, do you, can, can you see him working 16 hour days? How about, you know, 12 hour days, 10 hour days? Could he do eight? I mean, that, that's not nearly enough for the presidency. I mean, it's so much work. And so I think there's a lot of things going against Biden in this election. And there's, you know, the economy, the economy and the pandemic is going against, is kind of going against Trump in, in a way. Cause I think people look and say, oh, you know, all these, you know, there's a lot of deaths because of him, but it's like, not really. Um, if you, if you truly look at the numbers and you ask yourself, oh, well, what else was wrong with these people who got COVID? So that is the, that's that topic. Um, I, again, I'm not going to watch the debates. Um, but it's no, it's no surprise to me that Nancy Pelosi suggests, Hey Joe, you know, don't debate him. Do not debate him. They're trying to hide Joe Biden. I mean, he's, he's weak. Joe Biden doesn't really, he doesn't, the Democrats don't have an agenda really. You know, I watched I watched bits and pieces of the uh, you know the DNC. Well, I shouldn't say bits and pieces. I watched pretty much all of the last night, and I watched um, maybe maybe about an hour, an hour's worth from um, the previous nights before. So you know, it was it was a lot. Um, but the Democrats, they don't. They didn't really have an. They don't really have an agenda. It was just you know how evil Donald Trump is. And, you know, you know, Joe Biden is a great man who's faced a lot of crisis in life. And that, that was, that was pretty much, that was pretty much it. And I will give that to Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been pummeled in this life, man. I mean, he's been beat down, kicked. He's had a rough life. And I think one thing that I have learned from Joe Biden is that you don't have to be the smartest guy because Joe Biden is not smart. He's not really intelligent. But he's a, he is, he is, man, that, 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 he, he's tough, man. That dude is tough as nails. I mean, he's, he's been, you know, his, his wife and, you know, daughter going a a car crash. 
uh, Bo, his son dies of brain cancer. I mean, he's, he's been through a lot, man. He's been through a lot of loss. He overcame a stutter. I mean, that, that's pretty hard. I know people with stutters. Um, and people, some people who've overcome, some people are so kind of beaten in, they're like, it's tough. So he, he's really, you know, he, he's, he's, that, that's what I've learned from him. Um, but that's really, uh, that's all I want to say about that topic. Um, now, you guys can just go in and start clapping. Um, so this from the Daily Wire, a woman who falsely accused two men of rape has been denied early end to probation. Thank you, Lord. A woman who admitted to falsely accusing two Sacred Heart University football players of rape was denied an early end to probation. And by the way, I, I remember this girl, Nikki, uh, Nikki Yovino. <clears throat> uh, her, her request to cut her probation in half um, was, you know, denied. Uh, Yovino faced six years in prison after she admitted to falsely accusing the two football players. Uh, thanks to a last-minute plea deal, however, Yovino spent less than a year in prison, followed by three years of probation, which she is halfway through. Now, let me say this. I don't think that sentence is nearly enough. I, I've always, I've always said this, man. I said, look, if you, if you, if there is, if you accuse someone of rape, man or woman, you accuse someone, you accuse someone of rape, a horrific, heinous, disgusting crime, or just, just act, you should pay, you should, you should pay however much time the rapist would have gotten is the same amount of time you should have gotten. 10 years, okay, if would have been, would it have been 10 years for the alleged rapist? Okay, you get 10 years. Okay, you know, but you guys know that's where I stand on that, and I will always stand on that. Uh, the Connecticut Post reported that Yovino wasn't present in the courtroom for the hearing and that her attorney, Ryan O'Neill, told the judge his client wanted to go home to Long Island after living in Ridgefield with relatives. What kind of argument is that? They all want to go home. Everyone in prison, who in prison doesn't want to go home? Who doesn't want to leave? Just that, that, that doesn't even make any sense. Be more persuasive. Here's what, here's what, <laughs> this is, I, I, this is just, what, what an, what an absurd, you know, what an, wow, I want to go home, please, just go away, um, she argued, uh, senior assistant state's attorney, Tatiana Messina, opposed any probation reduction for Yovino. She argued that Yovino has not presented any proof that she underwent a mental health evaluation and treatment as required by her probation. Um, I don't think that's a mental health evaluation. I think that's just, that's what we call, um, she lied. She, she lied. That, that's not a mental health thing. That's, I'm trying to save my own skin thing. And by the way, let me, let me, let me skip down real quick to sum it up for you guys. The reason... The reason she, uh, uh, the reason she made the false allegation was to avoid losing a male friend whom she saw as a potential boyfriend. Yep. That's, that, that, that is why. That is why. That's not a, that's not a 
to me, I look at, I look at that stuff and I'm like, okay, you don't need, you don't need a mental health evaluation. You lied to save your own butt. You, you wanted to throw two guys under the bus, throw them in prison so that way you could have a chance at, you know, not looking like, you know, you don't want to be perceived as a slut and, um, or whore and you want your, you know, your potential, you want your friend, aka your potential boyfriend, as you seem in your eyes, to still kind of find you attractive. So you, you were throwing to get rid of two dudes who were just doing their thing that you consensually had sex with. I just, you know, that, that, to me, that's not, that's not, you don't need a mental health evaluation. You're, you, you lied. Yovino accused the two football players of sexual assault in 2016 after attending a party at a house near SHU. She claimed two men pulled her into a bathroom in the basement and sexually assaulted her. I don't want to be in here. I don't want to do anything. My friends are waiting for me outside. Let me go outside. Yovino told police she said to the men. Both football players admitted that they had sex with Yovino but said it was consensual. A witness testified that Yovino said she wanted to have sex with the athletes. Police detectives all noted inconsistencies in Yovino's original statement. Police also reported that Yovino told them the two football players held her down and took a turn sexually. Listen to this. Police also reported that Yovino told them the sexual the two football players held her down and took a turn sexually assaulting her. During her trial, however, Yovino suddenly claimed she never told police she was sexually assaulted. It was an astounding claim to make based on her admission to falsely accusing the two men of sexual assault and what her lawyer had previously argued in court. Can you just imagine being her lawyer and she's like that comes out of her mouth? I would just walk out the court and I'd be like, well, I'll be damned. I said, really? And I would just walk out. Our defense is that these two young men did things to her did things to her that were a sexual assault and against her will, O'Neill told Superior Court Judge William Holland during a pretrial hearing in March 2018. She had a reasonable belief that she was speaking the truth and about what she had, what she said occurred. On the witness stand, Assistant State's Attorney Emily Trudeau asked Yovino, "You never told law enforcement you were sexually. You never told law enforcement you were sexually assaulted." Um, she was 19 at that time, and she, Yovino replies, no, I never said I was sexually assaulted. Trudeau asked her why the police were investigating a sexual assault then, and Yovino said she didn't know. Yovino underwent a rape testing kit just before talking to police about the incident in 2016. I never told the detective I was sexually assaulted. I told him that something happened in the bathroom at the party with these two guys, that I didn't want to happen, Yovino testified. <sighs> Yovino reportedly made up a false allegation in order to avoid losing a male friend whom she saw as a potential boyfriend. As the Daily Wire previously reported, the two falsely accused men filed a lawsuit against Yovino and SHU. Well done, gentlemen. This is. This is. This is. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. You know, a lot of people, you know, especially especially women, they say, oh, you know, you know, if, you know, if a woman claims, you know, rape and it doesn't happen, it's like, well, they shouldn't have to go to jail. Uh, yes, they should. Yes, they should. 
Because you can't have your cake and eat it too. It's like, you want to totally destroy someone someone's life. You want to destroy their livelihood. You want to destroy and pretty much rip, or, rip, rip away their ability to make money. Um... And you don't want, you know, you don't want any of the potential, you know, drawback. If you lie about being raped or sexually assaulted, you need to go to prison. You need to go to prison. It's that simple. That's, that's the way I see it. And that's the way I will always see it. No one likes rapists. I believe they should be, you know, they, they, they should fry. They should, they should never, ever see the light of day again. I've, I've, that, that's been my thing. If you, if you, if you kill, if you rape, and if you are, you know, if if you do, if you do those two things, I personally believe you should never see the light of day again. You should never be released. That's been, that's been my thing. So that's, that's what I look at. And it, you know, if that stuff is proven to be true and it's, you know, it comes out that that's the truth. Yeah, you should you should never come out. Um, but when it comes when it comes to people who lie about being raped and being sexually assaulted, and they, you know, they name names. And here's here's another thing that I'm not a fan of. Um, when people talk about oh, you know, the person wants to remain anonymous. Oh, I hate that. I hate an anonymity. When it comes when it comes to sexual you know sexual assault, it's like. Well, I'm, you know, I'll name my accuser, but, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want people to know my name. Oh, no. Oh, no. I believe in all the, and I believe in all these cases. You, I believe you should, okay, say the name of the person, release their name, release your name. Then we will have something, we will have something to go off of. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not with, I'm not with this idea of you know, I mean this this lady got six years. Let me let me go back. Let me go back up. Where is it? Yovino, she faced six years. So that was the most she was ever going to get. I I just that's no that's not that's not long enough. It's just it's just not because when when you are accused of a crime. When you go to, when you go to apply for a job, your name will be searched on the internet. You'll be Googled. You'll, people will go through your social media. People will go through many, you know, many, many things about you. They will try to find out as much as they can about you. And if they Google, oh, you know, John, they Google John Doe and hey, John Doe has been accused of rape. Do you really think that guy's going to get a call back? He won't. He won't get a call back in a million years. It. It. That. Like. Like. That's pretty much it. It's. It's a hot potato with someone who's been accused of rape. That's what I'm saying. You pretty much. You. You've pretty much ruined. Their. You've pretty much ruined their. Their social life. Their ability to make money. Because you know. It's almost because it's like when these when people are, accused of this stuff, it does, And even if it's proven that it was a false accusation, it just. You know, the person just totally lied. There are people who still will believe, will believe that, no, it's, no, it's all true. 
And there we, you know, these people are totally, these people are totally ostracized. And it's like, well, like I'm like that one guy, Paul Nungesser, that's his name. Um, when he was accused by Emma Solkowitz with, uh, Colum- you know, at Columbia University, he was, I mean, he was harassed. I mean, he, he, he had to, he had to leave the school. I mean, cause he, I mean, he had lost his, he lost his job on campus. His classes were, I mean, just a living hell. He had to leave. His social network totally just, it just faded into the ether. Everyone, everyone hated that guy. And that's what I'm talking about. You, you, you're destroying lives. People have to pretty much get up, uproot themselves and totally go somewhere else. So, you know, that's my thing. I, I, I'm always going to stick by that, man. I just, I, 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 this, to me, to me, I, I'm glad that her probation got denied. Um, because it doesn't deserve to be. Cause, cause see, here's the thing. People talk about, oh, you know, well, everyone lies. Everyone makes mistakes. No, th- this is not, this is not a, this is not just a mistake. This is, this is a choice. This is something that she chose to do. This is something that, you know, she thought about, she said, gosh, I'm in a really tough position. I just had sex with these two, uh, these two athletes, but I don't, I don't want, I don't want, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to name the guy John Doe, but I don't want John, you know, to think, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see me as like a slut or a whore. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that they raped me. Then, you know, he'll feel bad for me and he'll try to comfort me and stuff like that. And things will go really, really well for me. In a nutshell, that's what happened in her head. That was that was the conversation that she had with herself. But I am, you know, I'm very glad that um, that we are now in a place uh, where she will know. I mean, she's not <laughs> she's not leaving. Uh, you know, it, it it got denied. That's the point, and I'm very very happy about that I'm, I'm not a f- I, I, I can't stand false accusations like that it's one thing to lie about someone it's like oh you know they stole my milk money which again that's not good but it's like there are some some lies and some actions are much bigger than others that's the that's the way I see it there are some things that are just much much bigger than others you know you know Drinking, you know, drinking and driving, you know, you know, drinking and driving and jaywalking are not the same thing. You shouldn't do either of them, but if, if you're going to do one, you know, you know, you probably already know which one to pick. So that, that's really it, man. I just, I just, I can't stand, I can't stand that. I can't stand these false allegations, these false accusations, man. I, I just, it, 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 it shouldn't be that way. These people need to pay heavily. They need to pay dearly. If you, if you come out and you lie, and again, this is not a sexist thing, because there, because there are, you know, there are men who have also, you know, claimed claimed rape and it was a lie. They too should be should you know, should be chucked in prison. I think I think it's just evil because rape is one of the most I think it's one of the most evil actions you can do. Seriously, it's like, 
to me, it's like, it's it's top five. It's top five. So that's that's my. Opinion.